You know, for as long as I can remember, people have been talking to me about church growth. As a staff member, I remember people asking me how I would plan to grow our youth group or what our church planned to do to find new people to attend. We would talk about outreach strategies and new programming ideas and advertising and upcoming holiday services. But upon reflection, I think there's a conversation that I often forgot to initiate because I took the answer for granted. And a conversation always should have started with, how do we define growth? So today, I'm going to briefly chat about that and how your church should maybe think about defining growth. There's three different ways to define growth in your church, so I'm going to talk about those and we're going to talk about how it's maybe different from church to church. So if you want your church to grow this year, whatever that means to you, then I think you should stick around and listen because we're going to get into some really good stuff and we're going to start right now. Hey there and welcome. My name is Mike and I am a church helper and my goal today is to help your church make every decision on purpose. But before we get started, just a friendly reminder that you can catch this episode on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or our YouTube channel, or you can get a written transcript on our blog found on our website. So please take a minute to subscribe and comment, share it with somebody, let us know what you're thinking. We love to engage with you on this topic today. And in this episode, we're gonna start a conversation around that one word that everybody uses, but not everybody always defines. And that can be a bit of a problem. And that word is growth. So let's get right into that. Oh, and before we start, I wanna tell you, we've created a conversation guide that you can follow along with this if you'd like, or you can print it out and bring it to your next meeting. So it'll help you have that conversation as well. It can be found at churchhelper.ca slash tools. Okay, let's go, let's start talking about growth. Because on the surface, the answer to the question, how do we define growth might seem easy, but I'm not really sure. Because when I consider this question, my brain goes to like three, well, it goes to a billion places. It's this massive flow chart in my head. I really wouldn't want you to see it. But I think in the church, there are probably three main areas of growth that we really key on and talk about. Uh, we talk about numerical growth, spiritual growth, and financial growth. So let's go through these really quickly and maybe see if we can suss a little bit of it out. Okay, so let's start with numerical growth. Now every church would like to see this type of growth, whether it's a youth group or the membership role or a Sunday morning attendance. I've really never come across a church that was disappointed when more people started showing up. But just because you want to see more people doesn't always mean everybody's thinking the same thing. Because there's a few different ways a church can grow numerically. They can draw folks from other churches. That's transfer growth. They can bring in those who don't have a faith yet. That's new growth. You can grow community programs without growing Sunday attendance. You can bring more youth or more seniors or more young professionals to a programming night without it really affecting growth in other areas. You could increase the attendance of a concert or a fundraiser without it touching the rest of your church at all. And each of these growth areas is a little different and each one of these groups will have a different effect on your church. And the reason that knowing what everybody means when you say growth is that you don't want everybody thinking something different. If one person sees growth as more of a Sunday morning attendance thing and somebody else sees it as a midweek programming attendance thing, at some point, those two people are going to collide. And what might happen, because it does, is one leader will think things are going great and the other leader will wonder why the church isn't growing yet. 
And when you get two people that aren't on the same page, even though they kind of think that they are, it's going to slow you down. It's going to become a pain point. Nobody really wants that. And next week, I'm going to tell you a story about this. I'm going to have a guest join me and we're going to talk about how this happened to him at his church. But for now, I'm just going to say this. When somebody around your leadership table says, we need to grow in numbers, your first question should always be back. What do you mean by that? If you can ask that question every time, you're always going to start from a great place. Okay, let's talk about spiritual growth because one of my favorite questions to ask church leaders and pastors is how a church measures spiritual growth because there just isn't an easy cut and dry answer. Because when your church says it wants people to grow spiritually, what I want to know is what do you mean by that? How do you and your church measure somebody's spiritual growth? Are there markers along the way? Maybe it's baptisms, maybe it's confessions of faith, maybe it's more quiet time or prayer time. Maybe it's seeing people that consider how their daily decisions interact with their faith. And maybe, maybe it's something intangible, the spiritual maturing that you notice. And I'm not sure there's a right or wrong answer here, but what I do know is important is that if you're going to measure spiritual growth as a church, everybody kind of is on the same page in knowing what that means. Because there's nothing more frustrating to a staff member or a spiritual leader in your church than thinking that you're defining spiritual growth one way only to find out that others are defining it another way. Because when you're leading your church and leading your team, you should be as close to on the same page on this one as possible. So that when it comes to deciding what's going to happen next or you know, measuring that, you sort of know where to bring your church and where to lead and your team needs to know what to do. And here's one other thing that you should probably keep in mind. Uh, church to church, denomination to denomination, this will be defined a little bit differently or you might use different language. And if I'm not using your language, then please just take this concept and apply it in your context. How do you measure spiritual growth, faith development, or your spiritual journey of those that are around you? And I don't want you to figure this out so that you're judging one another. I want you to figure it out so that you can help those around you get a stronger faith in Jesus. Because knowing where people are in their journey and how to determine that puts you in a position to come alongside them and help them grow more. Okay, let's talk about money. Financial growth. Money is one of those funny things in the church. It's important because it helps to you know, support your community, maintain your staff, keep the lights on. But also nobody really wants to talk about it too much because they're afraid of elevating it or making it more important than it should be. Now, I don't claim to be an expert on all things church budget, but there are a couple of things that should be a part of every conversation, and one of them is definitely defining what financial growth or financial stability, if that's how you want to say it, and what, you know, what that means. And here's why. There are those in your church that will define financial growth as maybe a budget breaking even, and some will see it as a considerable increase in giving, and some will judge it by the bottom line meaning that maybe your church takes in the same amount of money, but they didn't, it didn't spend as much. So that could be growth to people. If we look at the pandemic and how that's shaped our financial outlooks, like three years ago, if a church was down 10% in their givings, they were probably freaking out. But mid-pandemic, a church is looking and going, hey, we're only down 10% in our givings. Because context is everything, and often context can change, and then we just don't have that follow-up conversation about the change. So when you start a conversation about growth at your church and money comes up, make sure that you take a minute to define what financial growth or stability looks like. 
Make sure that everybody is on the same page before you start that budget, that budget process because then you'll be working together to get to the same goal. Okay, this is kind of how it all comes together. L let me tell you a story of something that happened to me. So I was once leading a youth ministry program and uh, when I arrived at the church to start, there were about 12 kids that regularly attended. And as a leadership team, we decided that we wanted to try to grow the group numerically. We felt that a critical mass of teenagers would help supply some energy and excitement to the program that was maybe lacking for a little while. So about a year in, we grew our group numerically, meaning our midweek numbers, from 12 to about 22. And this was exciting. This was growth working for us. But then we found ourselves in a bit of a spot because all those students that arrived didn't know Jesus. Those kids actually changed the culture of our group. So now we needed to switch our focus a little bit away from numerical growth and sort of double down in the spiritual growth area. And here's why, obviously, right? With an average attendance of 10 or more students per week who didn't know much about Jesus, we needed to shift. We needed more time. We were no longer worried or focused about numerical growth because we needed to spend extra time on the spiritual side. And just to be clear, that didn't mean that we weren't feeding the kids spiritually before, but with so many kids lacking the faith basics, we, we just needed to invest some extra time. And identifying this switch and talking about it was important for our team because of you know, how people perceived our ministry to be doing from the outside. A couple of people actually came to me at one point and mentioned that we seemed to have a growth spurt but then we kind of leveled off and they asked maybe why that happened. And in that moment, I could clearly articulate that although we weren't growing numerically, we were growing spiritually. And my ability to clearly explain what we were doing brought somebody from feeling concerned about a lack of growth to excited about the type of growth. And all that was possible only because we defined those things clearly sort of along the way as we went. So here's the bottom line. The next time somebody, anybody in your church talks about wanting to grow, I would challenge you to just ask them this question. What do you really mean by that? What do you mean you want to grow? And if they give you an answer that's a little vague, then ask the question differently. Work together to try to figure it out. Make sure that you find out what that person means so that you know their hopes and their dreams for the church and so that you guys can get together on what growth is. And if you can do that as a team, especially, not only are you going to be encouraged that now you're on the same page, but when you start to measure it, when you start to figure out how it's working, there's not going to be any worry about different perspectives and you can all be encouraged about your growth together. Hey, and that's it. Thanks so much for hanging out with me and talking about growth. Hopefully we've helped you and your church today. Please make sure that you take a minute and like to subscribe to our YouTube channel or the podcast on Apple or Spotify, or you could go to our website and you can print off the episode to make sure that you get it there. Make sure that you subscribe so that you don't miss anything else. We're trying to pump out some stuff every week to help you and your church make every decision on purpose. If you ever want to reach out to us, the best way to do that is through our website, or you can send us a quick email, churchhelper.ca. And if you like this week's episode, make sure you share it with somebody so that we can spread a little bit of the love here too. I think this episode, particularly about growth and those definitions, is something that a lot of people need to hear. So don't be afraid to take this link and just put it in somebody else's email box and say, hey, this is something that you should definitely check out. Can't wait to talk to you again really soon. We're sharing a really cool story next week. Hope you tune in for that. We'll talk to you later.